0: Hi guys and welcome to Deadly Discussions, a podcast on social entrepreneurship. I'm your host uh, Isaac Harrison and before I get started I'd like to acknowledge the traditional landowners on whose land I record which is the Bunurong people um, uh, of down here Mornington Peninsula in Victoria. And so today's guest is Adam, Adam and Carmel. Wooding, yes, I've got two people on, so wish me luck because usually I have a one-on-one, but I'm sure it won't be an issue because they're married, so technically they're one. So I'll bring them on and we'll get the uh, conversation started. Uh, Adam and Kamal Wooding, how's it going? Great, thank you, Isaac.
1: Thank you for having us. We're so excited to be having a chat with you today.
0: No worries. You actually beat me. I was supposed to thank you, but thank you for coming on. And I know your circumstances is quite unique. Uh, because it looks like from my end, you guys are in a fridge uh, with the panelling in the background. But would you like to share uh, where you guys are recording from today?
2: Definitely. Um, so we are recording from Mount Isa in um, in Western Queensland. And we are currently um, travelling uh, around Queensland and, and hopefully um, going to be heading over to the Northern Territory and possibly down to South Australia. So we... We um, we'd actually planned this year to be uh, a year where we would work while we were traveling Australia. We'd, we'd hope to to travel as much of Australia as possible, and um, and still run our business while we were traveling, um, and and just scheduling days that we would that we would work um, while we were traveling. But um, obviously earlier this year we we'd made the we'd made a start on our trip and we made it down to Victoria and and we were traveling along. Um, and and camping along the Murray River in Yorta yeah. Yordi Country, which was amazing. Um, and then keeping a close eye, on, obviously, on the news and what was happening. And, yeah. and then the the pandemic hit, and we made the decision to head straight up back up to Queensland, um, just because we were so unsure about what what was going to be happening at that stage, and didn't know what was going on. So we we had we headed back up north, up to Queensland, um, but we we couldn't. We couldn't go back into our house because we'd we'd signed a rental agreement. We'd rented our house out for 12 months, <laughs> yeah. um, so we didn't have anywhere to to go home to. So we, um, yeah. for a few weeks there, it was a, was a bit tricky. Yeah. Um, but right right around that time as well, just because our business we are in a position where 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 our business um, actually specializes in helping helping other business owners to transition to online selling to e-commerce yep. and, and all that sort of stuff um around that time our business got very very busy as well um so oh, yeah, there was wow. of other, other businesses so completely um,
0: online you had to practice what you preached say <laughs> <jump on. laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's well, fully mobile we promise in the next minute you're fully. Mo- so when you yeah. you obviously know the pandemic was looming and there was probably going to be restrictions um how long were you planning this trip for
1: yeah so um we did a short trip in 2017 with the kids we've yeah. got three children um, and we're in a yeah. caravan
0: um yeah.
1: and so we had such a great time for about 11 weeks in 2017 and we thought no no we want to do this for a year so probably since you know 2018 2019 2020 was always going to be the big year of travelling yeah um, of course so yeah so it was in the works for a long time but you know that being said as adam was was alluding to the opportunity to stop while It hasn't been the year that we planned it certainly gave us a chance to um to kind of take a little pivot ourselves with our business and really focus on well who are we who are we serving and um and how can we best meet their needs so you know it's a pivot but it's not necessarily a bad thing you know you can certainly see the silver lining um in the pandemic for for us yeah
0: yeah yeah, i think i think that's a good attitude to have i think many of us um were quite stubborn and trying to do the same thing the same way before um, you know COVID, and then it, then it hit, and we're like, you know, would if we put it the same input we were doing before we'll have the same success? But obviously, we've all had to pivot um, some capacities. You know, use different skill sets that we've put on the back burner because it was easier to do other things. Now we're having to you know dust off those old skills and put them back into practice. And and so we'll get back into the traveling and in the business. But I would love to start with you guys um, sharing where you you grew up. Um, I know, Adam, where's your mob from? And Carmel sharing a bit of your heritage as well and uh, how you guys met. And then, you know, we, uh, your family business. So we would like to know the ins and outs of that too. So let's start with where you guys grew up and, you know, how did you uh, meet each other?
2: Yeah, um, yeah, I'll try and tell the, the short version. Um, is
0: it I'm the true just... version though? Carmel, yeah, Carmel can correct I... him after because often this is what happens with me. Everyone asks me and I tell the wrong story and then my wife comes yeah. in and um, yeah yes. corrects it yeah. so <laughs>
2: um so I, I was i was born and and raised on the gold coast um but i'm actually a, a proud yorta yorta man um and and carmel oh, yeah. oh, oh, yeah. I'm so, I'm so i'm from people.
1: warwick in southeast queensland so yeah. um it's one of like a regional community um medium size you know like it's probably a small town compared to the gold coast but after the traveling yeah. that we've done We've seen some real small towns and now I'm kind of like, well actually
2: quite
1: <laughs> big. Mm. Um yeah. So I grew up in Warwick on forty acres. Um yeah. you know, kind of a really rural country lifestyle. It was just an awesome way to grow up.
2: And so um I was actually studying psychology um at uni and as part of the psychology degree they they really encouraged us to to get some Volunteer experience working for some different organisations um, that we were interested in um, as students. So um, we had a, I remember we had a day at uni where a whole bunch of representatives from different organisations came and talked about what they had to offer and and why we should choose them to to be the organisation that that we volunteer with and. Um, one of the organisations was Saint Vincent, Saint Vincent de Paul, so they had yep. some representatives from from Vinny's come and talk and um, talk about the the amazing programs that they were that they were running and um and and what their philosophies were and and all that sort of stuff. And um, so I'm I'm a Catholic, and yep. just just um, it was more than just the fact that things is a Catholic organisation. It was the programs that they were that they were running were just really grassroots really um in the yeah. front line actually making real differences directly in people's lives and so i chose vinnies to go and volunteer with yeah and so i i got involved with vinnies and i was involved in a whole whole range of programs um there was some like big big brother programs that i was helping with where, yep. where we would take kind of disadvantaged kids out and just just um just have a really fun day out with them, and yeah. and uh, that was fantastic. And we were um, involved in some refugee programs as well, and um, a whole a whole range of different programs. But then, then I was invited to be involved in in one in a program that was really special that um, was invitation only, and yes. it, it was just an, um, sounded like an incredible opportunity. And that was um, that was that was getting to go up to a remote um, Aboriginal community in th- in the Northern Territory for two weeks yeah. and run some run some programs for the for the kids up there. Yeah. And so I came along to a meeting that um, that was being organized one night to talk about that. And I was there. who should I meet? <laughs> uh, so yeah. yeah,
1: I grew up um, my family's got a long history of being members of the St. Pin yeah. Paul Society. Um yeah. and so, you know, I grew up very much aware of their ethos and what they stood for and the good work that they do. Yeah. So, and um, when I was in uni, I actually um, was involved at, with St Vinnie's as a state youth representative, so kind of yeah. Vinnie's has a bit of a stigma attached, you know, being the oldies, so they really actively try and get young people involved yeah, and course, um, yeah. support us. So, so yeah. yeah, I was um, I was a state youth rep for Vinnie's, so I was a part of the program as well. So. Adam and I met at that meeting, and in the preparation for the program up to Palumpa in the Northern Territory, we got to know each other. And I oh know I thought he was a bit of all right. Um, yeah. you know. <laughs> Did he have stuff. the beard
0: back then? No, was his beard getting very strong. Oh, okay, no, fresh no, shaven,
1: have, yeah, young psych student. student. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Was he trying
0: to use his um, psych uh, um, skills on you as well, work you out? Um, or?
1: No, I don't. I didn't. I don't. Think <laughs> too genuine for that. But um, but yeah, I had all this you know grand plan in my mind that you know on our. We go to this have this awesome experience and then, you know, on the last night there I'd express my feelings to him, oh well that didn't happen. We we got together before we even went. But um it was a really great face. <laughs> um, you know, yeah. both you know, the fact that we met at Winnies, which is about giving to other people and not about yourself. Yeah. But then to get, get to experience um an indigenous community and kind of get to know people there and understand the issues in these communities were, was, Yeah. Something that's not only been a base of our relationship but also a base of our business and our and our um I guess our understanding of the world. So it's great. Yeah, wow.
0: And how many moons ago was this? Or how many years oh, ago was this?
2: That's a, yeah, that's a really good question. Two thousand
1: and four. I should have I should 2004. have two thousand and four.
2: Like yeah. I said, the wife
0: knows the uh the logistics when yeah, 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 the yeah, dates absolutely. and times. Yeah. It's all right, Adam. I'll let you off the hook for that one. Um, exactly. So uh, did you grow up with a uh, strong uh, Yorta Yorta culture? I know being off country uh, in the Gold Coast, did you grow up with still a bit of language and culture around? And I know with Yorta Yorta's got a huge legacy with, uh, you know, William Cooper, yeah. so past the Doug Nicholls. And... No, yeah, so was I, that around I, I,
2: No, unfortunately, um, unfortunately, not not so much, Isaac. Um, my my dad was heavily involved in, in an organisation on the Gold Coast called Calowin Development. Um, corporation yeah. and um so so i did have um i definitely had had some involvement in in the local um indigenous um tribes and and mobs around on the gold coast and and um and, and some learning some culture through through that that way but uh, unfortunately yeah. i didn't i didn't grow up um actually with with uh experiencing a lot of um, my own yoda-orda heritage um, unfortunately yeah, of course, yeah. um, but I have uh, I have done a lot of my own um, research and and um, tracing back through family trees and, and learning as much as I can about my about my heritage um, through that way and, yeah. and connecting with connecting with um, with family um, and, and through even through things like um, Facebook now and Facebook groups and social media and stuff yeah like that. I was going to ask
0: be... coming into that the Aboriginal business sector um you're probably finding more cultural exchange with other business yeah. owners yeah. and
2: other organizations now as well definitely and and uh, I know that I know that you're we going to talk about business stuff a bit later on but um, we've just been so fortunate to actually be able to work with a lot of Victorian businesses and um, even through Kinaway and, um, and through Naramili as well, which is another fantastic yeah. organization. Okay, um, good organizations, that, yeah, yeah and, and so we've been connected with quite a few um, Yorta Yorta um, people and, and, and businesses, which has been just incredible. So oh, beautiful. Um, we'll, we'll yeah. go
0: straight into, um, so you guys meet, yeah, everything works out. I'm sure there's a few bumps on the, on the road as well. <laughs> um, you've had, uh, was it three children?
2: Yeah, yes. that's right. That's yeah,
0: three right. children and counting or stopping. No. You don't have three to answer stop. it. You don't have to yeah. answer it. Yeah. <laughs> stopping. I tried to stop at one, but I don't know. We've got two now. So definitely yeah. hitting the brakes. Yeah. <laughs> and um uh the business um gets started. Um so what was your background before that? You said your psychology. Did you end up going into psychology?
2: No, so um so we yeah, we um when we came back from our from our Palumpa trip, um we we were really well and truly um I think um decided that we were we were pretty into each other and and uh, I, I I proposed um pretty pretty quickly um I I found this amazing amazing lady and I <laughs> and I um <laughs> we, we did get married um I think. 12 months after Palumper, i think it was roughly um yeah wow. so um, you know
0: you know so i don't need to muck around
2: definitely, definitely. <laughs> um, so like you said um we we had we had pretty soon after that had had um had the kids come along and all that sort of stuff um yep. i i as the further i got into psychology um i i actually realized it wasn't really the direction that i wanted to go in i, I loved the first yeah, wow. uh, couple of love the first couple of years of um of study and but um it started getting going into in a direction that i wasn't really enjoying and right around that time my dad who who is actually a cabinet maker he
0: yep. um
2: he was starting his own business around that time and yeah. i was thinking that i might take take a bit of a break from um from psychology and from uni and my dad said well do you want to come and Come and work for me, and I said, "Yeah, that sounds great." So, um, completely uh, changed directions and um, went, went and started working for my dad, and
0: absolutely
2: yep. loved that. And I actually ended up doing my doing my trade in cabinet making as well.
0: Yeah, wow! And, so you're pretty handy um, but, then, Carmel.
2: Oh, uh, absolutely.
0: Uh, absolutely. I wish I had nowhere, that trade. Not,
2: <laughs> nowhere near as handy as my dad is, but but um, anyway, get um, so. Um, so, all through that time, and, and even when I was doing psychology, and, and even before that, I've always had a huge interest in in the internet. Been really fascinated with with the internet yeah. and the opportunities for um, connecting businesses and to to potential customers, and and even um, just connecting people with each other, and and all that sort of stuff. I've, I've just found always found it fascinating, and, and just always. Yeah. Um, Always on the side. Always been, been uh, had had always been just um, learning more about web design and, and um, yeah. web development. Yes. And,
0: so you started to tinker. Yes, right.
2: definitely, very much. And before so. we get and into
0: the next phase, because I sort of know where the story goes. Carmel, your background, and then ha- what, yeah, where sure. were you I, at this time?
1: Yeah. So um, I before Palumpa, before uh, yeah the Northern Territory, I actually had done a degree in journalism and media production. Um, yeah. and so I'd actually moved to the Gold Coast with the intent of, you know, going to movie world and getting into movies and all of that kind of thing. Yeah. After spending time at the yeah. Yeah. After spending time at the Northern Territory, um, I felt like my heart was really had really changed direction and so I felt called yeah. to become a teacher. Um so I went back to uni and did my teaching degree. Um yeah. and I started out as a primary school teacher. Um soon after that our eldest son James came along and I I kind of I felt like I didn't really want to be in the classroom anymore, but I still wanted to have the kids. And um, I'm yeah. also an Australian bush poet, and I write and recite Australian bush poetry. So literature yeah, wow. has always been in my blood as well. So yeah. the library just seemed like a really logical place for me to go. So I yeah, went and did yeah. my master's and became a teacher librarian, and um, and I love it. And that's where I still am. So yeah, um, wow. this year I'm on leave from my job as yeah. a teacher librarian, but I will yeah. return part time next year. Yeah, and and Carmel, how
0: good is your um? How good is your shh? you know is it is it strong enough to reach the other side of the library or
1: you know what Isaac i am like the anti teacher librarian like the anti dragon lady actually <laughs> um, my library in my library kids come and eat their lunch and play games and talk and yeah, yeah i wow. think some of the other pls that see what i do they kind of like get the twitches but but that's that's <laughs> yeah, the show that
2: learning, 10, so, yeah.
0: yeah that's right that's it wow i think that's a library i want to go to I, i've got good memories of the library um and as a young boy, I think we had um, we had the Tintin collection um, that I would always go to the library, even I'd go by myself on my bike or Asterix and Obelix. Okay. Um, they, they just hooked me with uh, the stories of like mystery and uh, with Asterix, it was history with the Romans and the, the, mm-hmm. the Gauls. And, and and still this day, I have a flair from history, but I could never really sit still in a classroom and understand mm-hmm. um some basic things but i find now it's it's quite interesting I, I like to write articles now and and copy and and obviously have the podcasts and i recently found out that my um my grandfather so my my english heritage side my australian anglo side uh he was uh worked for the newspaper and he was um, one of the typewriter editors and so wow. it's just funny how different traits come through the generations because i was sort of saying to my wife i um i just i'm enjoying writing copy and i enjoy communicating um yep. and sometimes it's hard too because the way I speak doesn't really translate onto a piece of paper because I, mm-hmm. I phrase things differently you got a bit of aboriginal lingo and phrasing and then you've got your Australian and then you've got your Victorian era you got all these blends of like um English and so mm-hmm. and you got the Aussie accent and you got the Queensland sl- slang as well you know you're that's finishing right. everything that's with an right. a at the end like a question <laughs> you know so no that's fantastic so um so at the time you were still um, doing the teaching, the kids are coming through. So Adam's now tinkering um, on the internet, you know, on the lines, um, getting getting to work. So what was this? What was the big breakthrough then? So I'm assuming your dad's got a cabinet fitting, um, old school, big warehouse shed, um, yeah. taking orders, getting them out of the customers on phone. Yeah,
2: exactly. exactly. You've nailed it. Exactly. That's exactly what was happening um, back at, back back then, and um. I think we found that my dad was always, um, always either out, out um, doing free quotes for people, spending a lot of time quoting, just that that old school way of doing things um, with, with tradespeople. So uh, running around um, quoting and coming back, writing, spending hours and hours writing up quotes and things like that. Then then we would be manufacturing. Um, and then heading out on site and installing it was just this never-ending um, cycle, and and uh, we yeah my dad was my dad's business was wasn't very scalable, so yeah we at the time um, e-commerce was just kind of in its in its infancy, just just kind of starting out, and yeah. um, I said to my dad, I wonder if there's a way that we could actually sell sell your products online could we we make it could we could we somehow um change things and and make this product make make um this service that you offer um something that that people could buy online and so we we worked really really hard and we developed a like a flat pack system yeah yeah and we we turned his very service based business into more, more of a product based business where where people yeah. could, could custom potential customers could um, jump onto his website and and put in their put in their custom sizes and things like that and and actually um, find the products that that suited their their um, whatever their measurements were and yeah. and they could actually place an order with my dad's business um, Online and then we would custom make those things to, to suit the customer. Yeah, who well, and we were we'll yeah. sort of
0: doing it, um, so you became like a mini IKEA. Um, were you um, fabricating them in in the the shop and then sending it out, and then or taking it out to install, or were customers installing uh, it themselves uh, or
2: well, both? Actually, but but the the primary um, the primary focus was customers installing themselves, but we we did. Yeah. We did still offer, uh, or my dad still does offer, um, custom installation um, yeah. when people specifically request it. But, yeah, um, but yeah. So that that was a big turning point. Um, making that decision and and was a lot of uh, like just a huge, huge, oh, huge. So man of really.
0: Did you have to do the, the instructions and everything yeah, like yeah, that for yeah, people? Yeah, or oh, you probably yeah. do it by video now, wouldn't you? You probably
2: now now nowadays um, video, yes. But but back then yeah. we. Just, just a, like a huge amount of work to build that. Oh, that's a lot of time. Actually, build that, yeah. um, build that platform, and then also figure out the how to. Because he was starting from. My dad had never ever done anything like that before, so we we, yeah. we were learning from absolute scratch, learning how to make a product that that could be um, ordered yeah. online, but then to, to actually to actually build that. Software that allowed allowed customers to put in custom measurements and all that sort of stuff. That was another another huge another huge part yeah, of it. Yeah, wow.
0: Yeah.
2: Then learning about packaging um, instructions. Yeah, um, yeah. Yep. The, the delivery side of things is, was a massive learning curve. Like just every yeah, yeah. even marketing, the mark, online marketing, like every, everything from scratch. We we did everything right from yep. Very very. Um, there was Best way to learn. Yes, absolutely. And And so where
0: was the time? um, So you guys obviously brought that up to scratch and it became um, sustainable then and scalable. Mm -hmm. So I'm assuming your dad could say, oh, I want to scale up. So I'll list more products and I'll hire Mm -hmm. more people and go like that. And when it's the quiet times, I'll, you know, limit the stock and then limit my operating hours and then the staff. Um, So that's that's fantastic. And is that is that to Warwick or Goldie?
2: Uh, that's on the Gold Coast, and and no, yeah. my, my dad actually made a made a really, I think, a really smart decision where where he outsources yeah. as much as possible. So we we have yeah. a he, he has a fantastic um, manufacturer on the Gold Coast that that yeah. um, that is able to produce as much or as little as he needs. So that yeah. Yeah. he was actually able to to sell all of his or most of his machinery and and run his whole business out of his home office now. Yep. um and outsources as much as possible which is oh, yeah.
0: fantastic that's fantastic and i'm sure yeah. it's probably a, a well-known brand now and you could probably settle that or pass it down or sell it and there's the legacy piece isn't
2: there yeah well yes but he my dad's and my mum who now also works uh, full-time yep. for, for the business too um they they are still so motivated and they've still got all these awesome. ideas now so my dad's actually um, in the <laughs> in the process of building a mobile app to go along with his yeah. business now as well. And oh wow. And yeah. he's got heaps of other things on the go as well. That's fantastic.
0: So, yeah. yeah. And that's I think um it's the little things in life I think we miss when we when we master something like it's cabinet making or, or tiling or plumbing, when we master something, there's levels and layers that you can go. And I think we mm-hmm. often get stuck on, oh this is my one task or role forever. But if you mm-hmm. had that entrepreneurial f- uh, flair, there's always different ways you can improve or different ways you can shape or offer. And so what was the decision then for you guys to go, hey, listen, I've learned a little bit of IP from here. I reckon I could help other people. Was it sort of organic that yeah. someone's like, oh, can you help John down the road or Jane down yeah, the road? Um, so how did yeah. it end up being Empower Digital? Yeah. on, like you, your turn. Adam, you know that yeah. talk now. Yeah. on, you got to do it. Yeah, no, <laughs> no worries at
1: all. So um, over the years, you know, as when it, when anyone heard of Adam's skills, there, there was always, oh yeah, I need a website. Can you help me with this? Or you know, can yeah. you, can you do that? So, um, and Adam, being the generous soul that he is, he's done a lot of work for people over the years, um, you know, friends and family, just um, that yeah. kind of thing. Um, when we made the decision, as as we discussed earlier, to take this year and um, and travel, and we decided okay. that you know it was going to be a real lifestyle decision. So you know. We're not millionaires. We couldn't afford to just shut up shop for a year and and not earn yeah. any money for years. So we really needed to to find a way to earn money while we we're on the road. Um, and with my education background as well, um, you know, it, we're a really good team because our skills work together really well. So that Adam's got a lot yeah. of the technical knowledge um, as well as really good relationships with the clients. But I've got um, you know curriculum design and that kind of thing. So yeah. we decided that we really wanted to do something together. Um, that, that highlighted both of our skills and then was also able to help others as well. Um, and so in coming up with that decision, um, we actually were really lucky last year to have been offered a spot in the Indigenous Business Australia Accelerator Program. Um, yeah. So towards the end of last year and the beginning of this year, um, we went along and just learned so much and got so much. Yeah. Um, wow. You know, like I think a lot of the things that you think, oh yeah, I know what we're going to do in our business, and then you just go, oh my gosh, I hadn't thought of that, and I hadn't thought of that. Yeah, um, size, yeah. yeah. that was a really great basis um, yeah. to build our business upon. So while Empowered Digital has kind of existed for a long time, to- you know, for a long time in-, in the work that Adam's done and and that yeah. kind of thing, um, it was really, you know, the end of last year that really solidified who we are and what we were doing, and then. Even this year, um, as we've travelled and as COVID's hit, we've actually really gotten a a better sense of who we are and what we do. And I think that's really valuable for a business because you do start out thinking, well, I've got to take all of the jobs because, you know, we need to earn money. Mm -hmm. Um, Or, you know, that person's asked me to do that for them and and I'm capable of it. I don't really enjoy that side of things, but I'm capable of it and I really should do it for them. Um, But as a business to then go, well, you know what? I am capable of it, but it's not what I'm great at. It's not my passion.
2: Yeah. So I'm probably yeah.
1: better to refer them to, to a, a colleague that is passionate about that, and we'll stick with what we're passionate about. And um, and for us, that's that's kind of skills transfer and knowledge transfer. So rather than building um, building things for people, we really are about training and consulting and and empowering people to be yeah. able to manage their own presence. So we don't. Know, we're not gatekeepers that build a website and hand it over and say, see ya. Um, we yeah. very much work with our clients to build their own websites so that they understand how Shopify works and have the yeah. knowledge of, of why they're doing what they're doing. Yeah. So it's exciting. Like, yeah, I really like, we're at the point now where we know who we are and what we're good at. And, yeah, it's yeah. just like it's a really, and, yeah. It's a really, yeah, freeing way to live, I guess.
0: Yep, sounds like you guys mastered that. Why, you know, you're doing the business and the rest of the. I think when you start off in business, especially for uh, Indigenous business people, um, there's so much opportunity and so many spheres where governments wanting us to be involved in and have input in and have market, you know, uh, activity and be placed in there and have a central role, um, not just a, you know an add-on or something that's tokenistic. So you can be distracted from all these opportunities, like, oh, this person needs this and I could do that. And there's a quote by Richard Branson that says, uh, just say yes and work out how to do it later. But I think for a lot of people, it's like yes to everything. And then I don't know how to do this later because it's just so busy. And I think that's for me is during this time COVID, uh, you know, we've always planned to move back to um, Cubby Cubby country, my grandfather's country and the Sunshine Coast um you know and my my goal was to settle up here maybe have a bit of consulting and then uh you know make good uh income while being on country but the whole thing's changed now where you know my community we've got opportunities uh but there's no one to drive it and they need the skill sets which i have and so it's like a, a moment of all oh, right this is a calling not just a um you know i'm just doing to get a paycheck sort of thing and um also iba is getting way too much um free uh marketing here i've got their shirt on and you're you're talking about the accelerator program so david dio if you ever watch this yeah
1: but isaac congratulations like that's exciting times for you as well you know like it's just the, the yeah meant
0: to be yeah meant to be it's time it's been a long time it's uh six years down in here victoria and um you know a lot of ups and downs and um it's just exciting and Um, is building a legacy but it's just the people around the network of people that are just so wonderful here in Victoria. I find a lot of um, Aboriginal people and Torres Strait Island people down here um, come down here for work and and so a lot of us have sort of this common um, goal where we're coming down to improve on a certain skill set or master something and take that back to country. So there's a lot I think there's not just me but there's other um, First Nation people who are um, going back oh we've got another guest yeah third person um, that's fine I had to send my kids for a walk to do this so because I'm still at home in Melbourne so um, awesome so let's get so power digital training helping people not just building it um, where is the business in the next 10 years five, five to 10 years are you guys gonna finish up with Australia and take the caravan globally or what happens
1: <laughs> yeah great um, yeah. That's something we've been discussing a lot over the last couple of days um, th- this trip uh, Will end at the end of the year. As I said, I'm a teach librarian, and um, my leave yeah. is is due to expire at the end of the year. So I'm back at school part time next year. Um, however, it's certainly just the beginning for Empowered Digital. Um, you know, we've got really exciting ideas um, for how to how to um, continue with the business, even though we're not on the road. So a lot of the work we do is remote yeah. anyway. Um, however. You know, we'd really like to reach and assist as many businesses as possible. So, you know, we're talking about online courses and, um, you know, offering offering our knowledge through YouTube videos and all of that kind of thing. So, it's a bit of a watch this
2: space um, oh, to yeah. see um, what's oh, going to come up. Definitely with- be watching. Yeah. We've got we've got lots lots and lots of ideas, and um, I think it even gets back to what we were talking about before about knowing what what. For us knowing what we're good at and what we do and don't want to do, and I think mm. um, I think that we also we need to figure out exactly what direction we want to go in and what which one of those ideas we want to focus on and, and make it happen. Um, we also have some ideas for some mobile apps and things like that that we'd like to develop as well. Um, but so yeah, just we've got ideas just pouring out of our of our. Of our minds, and yeah. um, so much potential and so much opportunity out there. Um, we're, we're really so thankful and fortunate to be working with some amazing organisations as well. Um, have to have to say a huge shout out to Nauru yeah. Millie and um, and Kinaway, and and definitely thankful for the for the opportunities that that IBA have pr- provided for us too. So we're just so so um, fortunate to be working with some amazing organisations that also. Um, we want to continue to solidify those relationships and and build on the work that we're doing with with them as well. So, um, it's just like Carmel said, it's just the beginning, really, for our business. But we also feel like we've come so far, as well, in the, in the last twelve months.
1: Yeah, and the other thing is, um, you know, I, I think as Adam was saying about those um, organisations, but just the relationships. You know, Isaac, mm. you mentioned the opportunities for Indigenous businesses, but the community of Indigenous businesses is amazing. Like, I think it's it's the strength of standing together. Um,
2: mm.
1: you know, through COVID, we've made so many connections and just so many Indigenous businesses. You know, like, I think that's maybe one of the key things that that we've we found about Indigenous entrepreneurs is that it's never about them. It's never just about me and, and what I'm gonna do. Um, yeah. You know, so many Indigenous businesses, it's about me and my family and my community and my mob and the world and, you know, I, I want to influence and give back in all of these spheres and we're just so excited and, and proud to have, to have made those connections and be part of that community, um, yeah, and to share those goals as well.
0: Mm. Yeah, fantastic mm-hmm. and then maybe one day you'll end up on Yorta, Yorta Country, Adam, back in the cold. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> Come on, sorry you have to go too, but no. um, oh, thanks no, no. for coming on, it, guys.
1: I would love it. Are oh, you gonna love it. it?
0: Oh, Adam doesn't like it. Ah, oh, it's your own country, Adam. I no, I just
2: it's in your blood. I must have have some some um some blood in me from up north or something as well. Though. <laughs> I need to um you know, discover more because I just more.
0: well. You currently uh, sitting whereabouts are you right now?
1: Mount Isa in Queensland.
0: Mount Isa in a caravan, and it's about yes. to be summer. So um, I don't want to imagine what the temperature is there today. So <laughs> yeah,
2: it's pretty warm. Um, I do, I do love the warm weather and, and the the coast as well, the beach too. I,
0: I yeah. So. That's it, hundred percent. Thanks. Well, thanks guys for coming on today. I'll let you keep doing your trip around. Uh, so the territory next was it.
1: Yes, hopefully. So um, from here, we'll go across to Tennant Creek and then we'll see which way we're, you know, up or down, probably down, but we'll see.
0: Fantastic. When you drive across from Queensland, do you have to quarantine in the NT or you can just sort of keep going?
1: No, the NT in Queensland don't have a quarantining thing at the moment. So hopefully we do need a border pass, but because we haven't been to any hotspots, we should be right to keep going.
0: Yeah, fantastic. Well, best of luck. And I look forward to seeing where you guys are in the next five to 10 years. And uh, I'll you. talk to you soon. Thank no you, worries, Isaac. Thank you. I'm so
2: thankful to, to be invited on. Thank you so much, Isaac. All
0: no right, worries at all. Thanks, for everyone, for listening, too. And make sure you like it, share it, uh, share it with your friends. Um, this is a great podcast and plenty of value. Am I right, guys?
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Definitely.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic.